This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. What's up, everybody? Welcome in, Browns fans. It's your host, Jake Burns. We are doing another one of these uh, drafts. It's going to be our fourth one. You have been following along with these over the last month or so. Myself and Steve, um, Stephen Thomas, who's at Browns Mock Draft, have been doing these. We brought in guests. We brought in Jeff Lloyd from um, Locked on Browns. We brought in Corey Cannon, who does great work in a number of different places with the first pick. And now we're going to bring – we actually brought in Mike Krupka as well, Nothing But the Dogs podcast. Uh, as well. So we're going to do our fourth one. We're excited about that. Um, you know, if you have been following along with these nightly, this is a, a part of my whole nightly setup. Uh, we will we will certainly be uh, doing uh, continuing guests, but we will inter, interject some of these live, uh, live mock drafts in there as well, because it's a really a, a ton of fun to interact and pick players and talk about why we pick them. So I try to find as many bright minds as I can who study the draft. Not everybody has a chance to really study prospects, so we try to bring uh, bring in as many uh, people that we notice can 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 commit the time to looking at prospects. We do a lot of that. So I will bring in my co draft guru, Mr. Mock Draft. How are you, sir? I am uh, uh, not a guru. That's how I am. But uh, I'm glad to you be are, here. You're a guru. So I've been called many things, but that's not one of them. Well, we're going to need you to be a guru tonight as we go through this, as you have been. And accept the praise. We are welcoming in Sam Penix as well. Sam does great work with Dog Pound Daily, does great work uh, with the first pick as well. And uh, Sam does awesome stuff on Twitter. Make sure you're following Sam on Twitter, which I think is it just Sam underscore Penix. Am I saying that right? That's it. Yep. You got it. All right, man. So, yeah, make sure you guys are following him because he posts a ton of clips. He had a Tylen Wallace uh, clip thread that was really great in the last hour or so. Yeah, a ton of good clips of, of his work. So, we are going to do. Pro Football Network, We, if I have found them, I'll take the heat on this if somebody wants to jump down my throat from one of the other networks. They have been the most consistent uh, in terms of realistic boards and trade offerings and things of that nature and flexibility. So we are going to continue to use them. We have done one with Pro Football Focus, and I believe we did the first one with the Draft Network as well. So we will, I don't know, maybe we'll try to uh, to jump around and go to another one before we're done with this. But for now, I'm going to go with what works. So, guys, are we ready to draft? Let's not waste any time. Let's do this. I will share the screen. I have some people telling me they can't hear me. I don't. You guys can hear me. Hopefully, everybody can hear me. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. We uh, a question that came up already because we're going to try to throw up good questions that happen. Are you going to do any trades? Yes, we will trade if the trade is right. We're not going to force it. This does not have an offering us trades element. I I don't believe. Am I right about that, Steve? It, no, it, does. it does. So but somebody can't offer trade us. Up. Not, not to trade up. That's what I meant. Yeah, they'll offer us, but not to trade up. Got it. Okay, good. Glad everybody's confirming they can hear me. I hope my guy, Insider Browns, can figure that out how to hear me. He's on Periscope, so it might be a cell phone thing. I don't know. It's over my pay grade. We are going to jump in. We are going to – let me ask you guys this. As we go through this, are there any players that you would absolutely trade up for? Within reason, well, obviously. It, within reason. it depends how far you're talking. Um, you yeah. know, if, if you're talking late teens, early twenties, there's a few guys that I would uh, consider it for because that is not going to cost you your next three drafts. If you're talking going from 26 to, you know, eight or something like that, where it's definitely going to cost you at least next year's first and that kind of stuff. I really don't, I would, I don't think so, but you know, stranger things have happened and I've been wrong before. Okay. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, 
and we have we have nine picks right now and i don't think we're going to use all those so the two options you have are turning those into capital for next season uh, or moving using them to move up and and get your top target at a certain point this year so i'm open to either um like steven said moving up to the early 20s i think would be a good idea depending on who's there Okay, we will let the board come together, kind of take a look as we go. Good question here is, are you guys drafting? Uh, and let me make this clear. We have done the first one we traded down, Steve, I believe. The second one we stayed put at 26. And then with mm -hmm. Mike, we moved up to 18 for J.C. Horn, I believe is, the, is what we did there. Uh, he was still available at 18. So we have done all three so far. So we will see what it shakes out. The question that Bayes here has asked, um, are you are you drafting what we think is going to happen and what or, or what you – want to happen i think it's a mixture of both i think as we go through this we talk about guidelines the browns have things we think they'll be interested in uh, but we also take into account guys we like guys we think are going to be good fits in cleveland too so it is a mixture of uh everything um so i i it's hey we think the browns like this type of person and this type of player this type of uh, uh age range we think they have this offense that fits this or the other but we also really like this player so a little bit of that so just wanted to make that clear Let's start the simulator. All right, gentlemen. Let's see how it shakes out. I feel like the first three picks are going to be the first three picks. There we go. Actually, the first four are quarterbacks. And then Rashawn Slater over Sewell, which is a surprise. Sewell will probably go 10th. Man, he 11th. So let's pause at 15. There goes J.C. Horn. So... Uh, I like everybody to kind of see the first 15 picks. I will run through them quickly. Trevor Lawrence to the Jags, Jets, Zach Wilson, 49. And this is for the podcast, folks. 49ers get Justin Fields, Trey Lance to the Falcons, Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle to the Bengals, Jamar Chase to the Dolphins at six, sevens, Devontae Smith, eight is Patrick Sertan to the uh, Panthers, Mac Jones, nine to, uh, uh, to Denver, I should say, Jalen Waddle to the Cowboys. Benay Sewell, 11th to uh, the Giants. Kyle Pitts, 12th, which would be very surprising. To the Eagles, uh, 13th is JOK, uh, linebacker Notre Dame, to the Chargers. 14th, Christian Derisaw to uh, the Vikings. And 15th is J.C. Horn to the Patriots. Do you guys want to keep going? Yeah. Okay, I, we're going to keep I going. I don't see any reason to make a move now. No. I, yeah, I've got multiple guys still that I kind of like, so. Well, the next two guys are guys I really like, and I think and the there they really go. like. Yeah. Yeah, so, sixteen <laughs> is the the Cardinals take uh, Aziz Ojolari, Ojolari, who we like out of Georgia, the edge, and then Greg Newsom uh, goes to uh, the Raiders at seventeenth, corner from Northwestern. So, we will keep going. Those are actually my two guesses right now, three weeks out, if they're available. Ojolari and Newsom are probably yep. that's they're my the, guess. If you asked me to get in their yeah. get in Andrew Berry's brain. That, that's my two guesses as of right now. I'm with that. First wide receiver we've seen kind of of the second tier, Rashad Bateman. Some would call him a first tier. I Just kind of where we're looking at it right now. Bateman goes 19th to Washington to make a nice wide receiver trio there. A running back goes 20. Najee Harris goes to the Dolphins. And then Jason Owe, the sackless but freaky athletic edge from Penn State, goes to the Colts. Anybody we would want to move up for, are we still comfortable? On the board still, Micah Parsons, Christian Barmore, Quiddy Pay. I'm not going to name Travis Etienne because there's no interest. Jordan Davis is still the linebacker from Kentucky. Uh, Joseph Asai, the edge from Texas. And Zaven Collins is still floating. And Caleb Farley and Trevon uh, Merrick. I've been I've been informed it is Merrick. So that is that is what's left. And Gregor Russo is there as well. Terrace Marshall and Efetu Melifanwu is still there. I think we keep going. Do we agree? I, I, yeah, but this is what we were talking about at the top. If they like pay, like like if he's their guy, this spot where you're only moving up four places, so you're not going to give up a ton. This would be the kind of trade up that I would I could you know could see them doing. Not you know not much more than this because you know to go from twenty six to twenty two. Obviously, you're not giving up uh, you know multiple firsts. You're not giving up huge draft assets. You know you're going to give up something obviously, but. You know, anything where you're going to have to cripple your next year or two years draft, I don't see them doing this. I could see them doing, but for the purposes of tonight, let's just sit and see what happens. Definitely think the Titans are interested in pass rusher. I definitely think mm -hmm. they're going to be somebody. I think the Jets could be. I don't think you'll see Pittsburgh do it because I think they like Highsmith, and then the Jags have a bunch of holes, so who knows what they'll do. So if we wanted to go get Quiddy Pay, 
where do you stand on that? Or do, should we just see where the board falls? Sam? I like him a lot. I think he's he's the second best edge in the class after Phillips. Um, so, I mean, if you, I would be willing to, to at least make an offer at this point. Um, okay. And if, if he goes, you know, if they decline and he goes, then it's not the end of the world. But if they accept and you can get, you can move up for relatively cheap, then you, you've got an instant starter there uh, and a guy who has absolutely freakish agility in his, you know, well-built kind of, compact frame that I think the Browns kind of like opposite of Garrett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I mean, we can make an offer, Steve. Do you want to see what, see what they take? I don't, I don't want to be yeah, why not? generous here. I don't, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll offer them something, but I don't want to be. So, I mean, we could offer them 26 and 110. Is that too much? Too little? Uh, let's see. We're going up what? Four slots. I, I might offer. I might start with one thirty-two and see if they're feeling generous, and then maybe if they reject that, try again at one ten. Okay. All right, we'll go back. Don't pick Tennessee. Now, will they take one thirty-two and one of those late picks that are kind of I don't want to say useless, but less valuable? Yeah, that's another. We can, we can throw in. We can throw in two eleven. Let's try it. Also declined. Mm. I think they okay. won. you got to yeah, keep Yeah, that's off. the thing. <laughs> yeah, they also might. This is the it. thing that people say, you know, ahead of time and after time. Well, why didn't they trade? You should have traded. This. It takes two. Okay. I mean, yeah, it might be a perfect spot for us, but it might also be a perfect spot for them. And they could just say no. You know, I, it, mm-hmm. two teams have what? to be involved for a trade to go through. So do we want to go to 110 or not? That's what we need to decide on. I would say, yeah. Sam? For in, for instant pass rush, I would say yeah. I wouldn't hate it. I mean, I, I really like having that high fourth though. Mm-hmm. Early I'm day three off. is valuable. I think I'm gonna hold off. I think okay. I think we I think we I like I still like some names that are here. I think we mm-hmm. we play the we play it. There are size still some good edge options over those first two and a half rounds, I think. Right. Yeah. There you go. That's why they. That's why they didn't take it. Oh, they didn't want it. There you go. Nobody likes Tennessee. Wow, Pittsburgh is probably not going to do that. All right, we got to examine the board here. So Micah Parsons is still there. Uh, is is a um, has some things that are are undesirable uh, from a first round pick standpoint. Freakish mm-hmm. athlete. I, can they find a way to use him? Probably. So this is what it comes down to is, do you want to draft a linebacker? Because there are, you know, there's, there's a couple that are of interest. Caleb Farley's of interest, but he's got the back injuries. So these, here's my opinion, guys that are of particular interest right here. Barmore is very interesting to me. You can have a discussion about Zayvon Collins, Caleb Farley and Trevon Merrick. And you could probably throw in Rousseau and, and Melifonu in, in interest as well. I, 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 you guys tell me who you like in this. You, can you see this? I know it's kind of dark mm-hmm. uh, over to the right side, but that's it. it should it should hide it. Yeah, there you go. Phone is ringing. You guys tell me. Hit there. You you we let me look at the trade offer so you guys know. We have an offer for uh, from Denver for pick forty, and then twenty twenty two capital, a second and third next year. Uh, we have to also we give up our one thirty two to do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't love that trade offer. The next offer is Tampa Bay giving us an. Uh, they're. Uh, I'm not even going to entertain that. They're wanting to give us pick thirty two and a third next year. And then lastly, the Rams come in. I, I don't like any of those offers. I'd probably throw counter at Denver, right? But not give up that fourth. And get something else back this year. See if you can get another uh, top 100, get 40, and I think they've got like 74 or something like that. And if you have Before we up, do that, I will ask, is, do, it. do you guys, who who here, are you interested in anyone here? I mean, is there a player good enough to pick here? Go ahead, Sam. Um, probably the the three that would stand out to me are Farley, Melifonwu, and Marshall. 
but I don't know how we feel about Farley and his injury history. Um, I don't know if we want to take a receiver this early or not. Um, I think I, I like moving down here if we can find a, a suitable offer. Yeah, I, I would. I would. I, I tend to agree. Um, uh, Barmore would be the one, probably That's the top I, guy sitting there right now. Yeah. If Farley is healthy, uh, they've shown interest. But I, you know, we don't have that kind of information. Um, I, my love for Melifonwu is, you know, no secret. Um. But yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing with the offers that at least the ones we got, Denver, I have I have said if I'm going 40 or below, I need next year's one. And I have not been able to get that out of these simulators. Um now if you're going to give me 40 what the 40 and 70 whatever plus next year's two or next year's three, I could be talked into that. Um but if I'm dropping all the way that far down, if I'm dropping beyond the 30s, I'm going to do my damnedest to get next year's one out of that. Uh, in real, you know, this is not related to this exact situation. But Jake, you and I were talking about it. The 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 tackle class and the wide receiver class are so freaky, and there's been noise coming that uh, Dallas is going to be uh, super aggressive from mm -hmm. places places that know you know, they have been right about Dallas in the past. So if Dallas were to call with some sort of, you know, 44 plus, I think they have 70 something and 90 something plus next year's one. I could be talked into that if the board is the way it is now. Now, if pay or Ojolari or Newsom uh, were still sitting on the board, then that would be a discussion for me. But, but the way the board is right now, so an offer like that, I, I could be talked into uh, as it stands right now. Boy, I tell me what you think, Sam. But right now, I would probably either go Barmore or Merrig. As much as you know, we already have plenty of safeties. I think Merrig is the best value on the board right now. Uh, I don't know what they value interior defensive line at on day one or not. I I don't love Barmore honestly. I think he has he has quite a few flashes, obviously on tape, but I didn't see him being the consistent disruptor that he's sometimes billed to be. Um, I think he has issues with playing too high at times. Um, and I didn't really love his motor. So I think he's, he's very talented, but I don't know with the way that that room is right now, do you want to spend that high of a pick on a player who is going to have to work his way up from being the fifth guy in that rotation starting off? Um, obviously they took, uh, Elliot in the third round last year. And I think they actually have a pretty decent room at the moment. I would like to add to it at some point, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's the issue is it's, it's pretty solid right now. And I think Sam froze there. Hopefully he unfreezes. He did, but we've got oh, three guys, three of our top <laughs> options in that room. Uh, their contracts end this year. Uh, Sheldon's yeah. contract is up. Um, Jackson, who they just signed as a one-year deal, and Andrew Billings is a one-year deal. So not necessarily this year, but if you're looking to the future, it's a spot we're probably going to have to address at some point. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I just, I don't know if it's, if it's here because there's a few guys in that uh, day two range that I, that I like, maybe they're not, you know, uh, Aaron Donald type stars, but um, they're solid and, and they, they've got some upside. Uh, Jay Tafelli. Just off the top of my head, so getting a bit greedy on those those trade demands. I think. Um, Why not? The well, I mean, if you can get it, sure. But like, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's see. It says here, the so last year, the... the Patriots sent 23 to the Chargers for 37 and 71, and that was it. That's 37, yeah, and they're getting something back in round two this year. I think the offer we have, we're going beyond 40, and if somebody from 40 wants to come back up into the first, they obviously love the guy, whoever right. it is, and they really, really want him. So you hold your hold their feet to the fire as much as you can. Now, like I said, if they're going to give – you know, Denver has 40 and 70 something. I'm not sure exactly where they are in the 70s. And then next year's two, that, that's something I would get. But I would start off asking for the one and negotiate down no, from sure, there. Sure, yeah. Get really into your favorite shows and movies all in one place with Flex, a 4K streaming box you get free with Xfinity Internet. Find what you want with your voice on Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and more. No more jumping in and out of apps. And get Peacock Premium at no additional cost. It's a way better way to watch. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash flex. Restrictions apply requires postpaid Xfinity Internet, excluding Internet essentials, one device included. Subscriptions required to access streaming services. I would, I would. Be- okay, so uh, I need your guys' answer. We're, we're on this one for a minute now. What do you, do you guys want to give, just give me your final decision, trade or pick a player here? I think I'm with Sam. I would counter at Denver and see if you can get the offer that you want first, and then, then we'll go from there. Yeah, I think we can we can uh, live with staying here. I think we can get we can get a good player, but I think that moving down would be preferable. It's a better value, okay. I think, overall. I would take Barmore. I wanted that to be on the record, just just personally, but uh, I am I am outvoted. So let's counter Denver. And what do we want to counter with? They don't have. Do you want to go just seventy one and their third next year? Try the two. Try the second first. And you you can throw in two eleven or two fifty seven just to sweeten the pot. I think. I think they're going to say no. Yeah, I, I figured they would say no there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can counter one more time. Um, it, I mean, you could just try to do forty seventy one and maybe a fourth next year, if that's of interest to you. Um, I, I don't I don't think they're going to take a third and two. We can try this. Is this framework something of interest? Yeah, why not? 26th, 132, and 211 for 40, 71, and a third next year. We can try it. All right, so that's the move then. We move I'm back. With that. I like that. Yep. So we get Which an extra Denver top takes... pick this year, and we get an extra top 100 pick next year. So, so now Den- Denver, and... yep, Denver takes Barmore, and the, the Ravens take Parsons. Um, Etienne goes next. We'll kind of get it moving here. Farley, Melifonu are gone. Rousseau is gone. Is there anybody we are interested in moving up from 40 to go get right here? Zayvon Collins still on the board. Jalen Phillips still on the board. I don't think so. I think I want to hold on to stuff and try to move up from 59, see see what's out there to move up from 59. I think that's a good, a good idea. Okay. Baron Browning. Collins, Saving Collins goes 37 to Philly. We have an offer for Screw you, Ravens. I am yeah, not gonna offer. Uh, and then we're not we're not moving them <laughs> that far. Yep. Okay, so we're up at pick 40. Uh, See, Jaylen this Phillips brings up the board. that's an interesting discussion now because at 26, I think I'm probably personally, I don't know what the team is gonna feel. I think I'm probably out on Phillips with his injury issues. You get to 40, and I've seen some places where he's been available still at 59. I'm not sure if I believe that, but now it's an interesting discussion, I think. And, Sam, I know you love him. And on the field, there's no reason not to. He's He's, he's an absolute stud. But, boy, that is – it's a huge swing. It's a huge swing with those concussions. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I guess guess it's how well they vet it, how well the doctors say. Was it how tied to UCLA wanting to get out of there was it? Right. There's a lot there, Steve, that we don't know. I think that – for, for for this situation where we're at, we got to pick a guy 
and you also gained an extra pick. You did gain 71 ammunition to go up and get somebody else if you should so choose. I think Phillips is a home run right here. I think I think at this value point at 40, it's a lot more stomachable than it is, um, it, 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 like you said, Steve, at 26. So I, I think I'd be in. You guys got to Phillips tell me or Samuel. Which, from what we see here, those are my those would be my two guys at this spot. I'd be interested in coming back up for Samuel personally. I would too. I would. Okay. Uh, so, are we good on Phillips here? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Go. Uh, go terrorize every single offensive line in the league with those two. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Asante oh, Samuel is gone two picks later. If he's Just healthy, oof. And if they sign Clowney too, on top of that, good grief. We're going to talk about a pass rush. Oof. So Samuel goes 42 to the Giants. We are getting into – we're going to stop at about pick 50 here. So the Bears are up at 50. They have multiple picks, so they would be willing to listen. Uh, the board right now, players of intrigue to me that I would I would not mind going up to get, or we can be patient and see who's out there because we could have a nice little selection of guys here. Um Richie Grant's a little too old for my liking. Kelvin Joseph, I'm not all too into personally. I really like Kadarius Toney, Florida wide receiver. Eric Stokes has some nice traits. Ronnie Perkins is not so much Ronnie because they just took an edge with Phillips. Elijah Moore is a hell of a football player. Ali McNeil is a hell of a football player, in my opinion. Uh, if you're still in the linebacker mold, Jabro Cox is a coverage guy. I know he's a little older. I think he's 23 currently, uh, but hell of a covering linebacker. And then Rondale Moore sitting there, too, is – Really fun. Now that to me, we're nine picks away. I I think you could get to pick fifty nine, feel comfortable with who's left on that board, in my opinion, and then look at some ammunition to move up into the back half of or the early portion of round three, in my opinion. Get real aggressive with somebody else. I would agree with that. Yeah, it, the the hope is that you can get maybe two of these guys here because there yep. are there are quite a few who we think would make big impacts for us. Yep, Peyton Turner is there as well, just kind of helping out with people on the other end of the audio-only spectrum. Nick Bolton is a nice linebacker prospect. Elijah Mullen, the good slot corner prospect, still there out of Washington. Homs is um, interesting. Homs is the safety from Florida State, still on the board. And we could keep going on. Javon Holland still on the board. A lot of really good names still on the board. So um, let's let's keep going. It's going to be some names that disappear that we don't want to see. The first two we're not, not too worried about. Aleem does go. Ronnie Perkins, Josh Myers. We have our pick of, of what we want to do here. We'll look at the two offers. The Rams threw out a terrible offer because they have nothing really to offer. I'm not moving back. Are you guys fine picking a player here? I think not, we not need for to those pick offers. Here, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And so now the question is, which wide receiver do you really like? Because there's three wow. really good guys of the same mold here. Like this is – if you're looking for – like I tweeted this out just the other day about how I've wanted in my mind to eliminate the idea of the Rondell Moore, Elijah Moore, uh, Kadarius Tony, who I just didn't even consider would be here. Like this, it's interesting, man. This is something that I think Kevin Stefanski wants to use. And I think that if you could get the best of both worlds, which in my opinion is a guy with a diverse route tree from outside and inside elite speed against elite competition, putting up elite numbers, it's Elijah Moore for me. And these three, I'm the Elijah Moore fan. I like it. I could also be talked into from this look. I could be talked into Molden. I could be talked into Peyton Turner. Absolutely. Um, and I could probably – that's probably it on that tier. Javon Holland is interesting, but that's it on that tier. So you guys talk to me. Go ahead, Sam. So the question is, what are we going to do at corner? Well, let's look at who's there at corner. That's a good question, actually. Um it's, okay. it's thin. I mean, we really like Paulson, though. I, I, mm -hmm. I, I, Paulson, Paulson's Andrew a hell of a player. Williams There's guys there you can go, and Tyson Campbell's underrated. You could go up and get somebody in the corner yeah. market. Like, I, well, I we're up again in 12 picks, remember. Yeah, so, I know. That's absolutely. Like, yeah, we're at 71. I forgot about Campbell's going to be there, yeah. So I'd be okay with, with taking him as your, your kind of developmental boundary corner. Who are you talking about, Sam? Tyson Campbell. Okay. Especially I like Tyson too. Yeah. Well, let's 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 so come to the consensus I, first. Do we want to take a wide receiver for, of our? Okay. Yeah. Okay. For me, yeah, at least, yeah. receiver is the way to go here. 
Steve? Well, yeah, I think, you know, the way this board, if we, you know, as we always do for the purposes of our discussion, if we assume this is our board and you can't argue that, you know, this guy's too high, that guy's too low, this is our board, then looking at who's, you know, right there at value, I think one of those wide receivers makes a ton of sense. You know, if we had, if we'd gone corner at 40, I would be, you know, pounding the table for Peyton Turner right now. Um, but, you know, I think, and, and I'm with you, of those three, I would take Elijah Moore. Um, I like Rondale a ton. The injuries uh, pro, pro, it, drop him a bit for me. It's the route tree that I have the concern with. more, Just because like, I think he could fill a role, like a role that they want, but I also think Moore can do that with more experience. Mm-hmm. I say more and more, and they're all more. Elijah can do a little bit of those things as effectively as Rondale, but also – you know, like Odell recognized him too. Like that's kind right. of a real recognizes real thing. Like the route stuff is real and he can do it outside. He can do it inside. Like, I just think the diversity is there and there's a now role for him. I like get your feet wet role for him in the NFL. And then there's like, Hey, we need you to be like two feet running 2022. And I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the year, he's kind of taken off. So I'm completely in on Elijah Moore. That's my vote. Uh, you guys tell me real quick, your final vote. That's what I would do. Yeah, I mean, I I absolutely love Rondale. Um, I think I think he's going to to prove that he can run a, a wider route tree than he did uh, at Purdue. I think he was he was underutilized as a pure receiver. I think he has all the skills needed to do that um, and even play on the outside some in the NFL. But I think considering that Elijah is here. Um, if you also take into account the injury history and just what they've proven they've been able to do already, I think Elijah is the pick. Okay, let's pick him. I do I do think Rondell does have development room. I don't mean to I don't mean to knock him by any stretch. Just kind of looking at those three and comparing. So Tennessee's on our interesting note. They took Quiddy Pay and Rondale Moore for they them. In our, in our room here. Yeah, seriously. So we have one yeah, offer like to- moving back. I'm I'd like to thank that. Sam for joining us from his uh, Buffalo Bill basement there. To- <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a closeted Bills fan, or basemented <laughs> Bills fan rather. That's great. Well, listen, let's look at let's not let's not force ourselves into any one thing here. Um, I here's my vote. I like Elijah Molden, and I like him because. You're going to play some teams where you need four cover guys on the field. Troy Hill, and I don't know if enough people know this. I wrote about it, but I think only OBR sub saw it. He was an outside corner predominantly through the first portion of his career. He did not really move inside until they let go of um, Nicole Roby Coleman, the Rams, and moved him inside just last year. Now, he had a great year, but he has a ton of outside corner flexibility. Mm. And I know Molden is more inside corner mold, but I think he can play outside too. And then he gives you between greedy, if he's healthy and playing and fine, and Molden, Troy Hill, Denzel, you have four guys who can really cover. You play teams who want to run the football, go bigger personnel at you, you have safety flexibility, and we're probably going to grab another one too. I think I would go Molden here, just personally for coverage flexibility, a guy who's proven it at the college level. I just think he's a hell of a football player, so that is my vote. But there are other good players still available here, and – and um, there will be some other corners we can look at late. There's guys of interest on the board. I love Hunter Long. I know you don't want to take a tight end yet, but Steve and I talk about that being a sneaky need down the line in the not-so-distant future. Um, and then Tommy Togia is still there, the Ohio State defense tackle Joe Tryon. I know who we all are, uh, for the most part, in Brown circles pretty high on as an edge. So, um, yeah, Kellen Mond being the 81st-ranked player is a bit alarming, but nonetheless, moving on. I uh, saw that, the board I, with, with him the 16th-ranked player today. Okay. Anything is possible, right? Such a weird um, year. It is a weird year. I'm in on Elijah Molden here. That's my pick. You guys tell me what your pick is. I can go back to the corner market here. Or you guys, whatever you want. Go ahead, Sam. I'm on board with it. He's he's fantastic. Um, I know he's he's not big. He's not the most athletic guy, but he's just, he doesn't allow separation. And he's he's just so smart, so instinctive, and – you know, Hill is on a short-term deal here. He's not mm-hmm. he's not a long-term guy, so you're going to need a replacement in the slot for him. And I think Molden can step in right away and be a high a high level player there in year one. 
Yeah. Um, I, I Hamsa is so interesting to me and just knowing that we still have Adebo and Trill Williams and a couple other guys down the line there that we could conceivably grab at the 89-91 combo. I might want to go to Hamsa uh, at this spot because that hybrid, um, you know, other linebacker, rover, whatever you want to call him, spot, uh, it's a big thing. Uh, and he, if he's healthy, obviously he's got a, you know, the knee has to check out, but if he's healthy, boy, if he can get back to that 2019 form, he had a whale of a year in 2019. So he would be really interesting. But that being said, I, you know, Molden's been one of my favorites for a year, you know, uh, you know, uh, DJ, uh, Daniel Jeremiah has him in his top 50. Uh, and I, it's really hard to argue with that because like you said, Sam, his, his instincts are just, he sees things three steps before they happen. He's, he's absolutely fantastic. I have no problem with Elijah Molden at this spot. All right, let's do it. Are there any other Elijahs we can pick up? That's what I was just going to say. We've doubled up on Elijahs in this draft. Elijah Mitchell's Peyton. coming up in day three, I think. So. <laughs> All right, so we have – We have uh, six picks left? We have quite a few. We have only gained picks for the most. Pittsburgh taking Hunter Long pisses me off. Tryon goes 81st to the Dolphins, and we are up as Nico Collins goes 88. Uh, we are – Jalen Mayfield still on the board. Is interesting. Spencer Brown and one of the best testing numbers. Listen, Tyson Campbell's still there. I want two corners anyway. Mm-hmm. He's 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 really good. He should not still be on the board. That's my opinion. Uh, I like Afanga a lot. That dude produced like crazy at USC. And if you're talking about that similar uh, type of player to, um, you know, Hamza, Nazareth. the guy who can play yeah. the high, yeah, he can, he can do the same and similar things. Um, Ellerson Smith is an senior bowl very interesting small school defensive end from northern iowa and and, and tylen wallace true williams is still floating on the board at this point paulson's um, just a few spots down too yeah he's right I think here 15 you could easily talk me into you know corner corner you know i mean you could easily talk me into tyson and then true williams or paulson adebo at 91 you could do tyson here and and uh hafanga at 91 uh, but I think at this point, um, couple uh, a couple more defensive backs are the picks here. That would be where I, I would I, go anyway. I should I should add as I look at the defense. Let me check. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Milton's still way way down. Yeah yeah. They have Milton Williams there, and if he's here, I'm taking him. At I'm, just, I'm, I'm yeah. just I'm just taking him here. So my vote is Milton Williams. I think he's a top 100 prospect, but I might even be a top 75 prospect by the end of this whole thing. Um, but if he's here, that's where my vote is because I know I can get a corner and I don't want the Vikings taking him in a real life scenario. I don't want them taking him. So right. that's my vote. Could do that too. But, uh, I totally forgot uh, that he's so low on this board that that he's probably the best athlete on the board and you need you need versatile defensive linemen so i'm good with that yeah okay let's pick him um he's 190 something here 198 we're gonna take him they gotta update that soon um i'm not gonna gather any more picks i'm gonna reject that uh so back to the the situation at hand which is tyson campbell still on the board Fanga still on the board. There are two other really interesting safeties sitting here on the board uh, that we could be interested in at 110 between uh, Darius Washington. And I, I love Andre Cisco. You and mm-hmm. I have had a love for that. And I, I will say this. The thing I like about Cisco personally, they have, in my opinion, um, Ronnie, who is a down, who's a down safety by nature. He can play half-fielded quarters, but he's a down safety by nature. I think Grand Delpit is their only realistic true single high center field cover three safety single high, you know, man free safety. Uh, I I don't I think that limits a little bit of his ability. I would prefer him to to, to be able to, to cover yeah, it's somebody. Almost, it's almost a waste. Like, he can, it is. He can and John really and John well, Johnson. So much yeah. More. Yeah. I want I want him to eliminate somebody at the line. The same with John Johnson. He's a forward playing safety. I am in the in the market, and that's why Trevon Merrick is so interesting to me for a center fielder safety, a guy who can fill that role with ease. And I think that is Cisco. I think he is a center fielder type safety. So, um, listen, we'll do. I think we can deal with that later. This is cheating because, again, 
we don't the board is universal in this and we don't know what everybody else's board would be so we would be like i like this player we would take him flat out period but we know where the board's going to fall for the most part which is the only thing that's hard about these things is because every team can see that so um listen i'm i'm open to anybody here i'm just more story my concern here with B, and I love Hafanga and I love Cisco, especially, you know, if he comes back healthy, I think he's going to be long gone by here. But we have not addressed the outside uh, uh, corner yet. More than, um, yeah. And so that is why Campbell, Trill Williams, Paulson Adebo probably push up a little bit ahead of that for me um, mm-hmm. because we have not addressed it to this point. Um, so I, I would lean towards one of those three guys and I absolutely love Trill Williams, but Tyson Campbell at this value is kind of difficult to argue with. Good question here. If you guys, any thought of Jalen Mayfield here as a swing tackle case of injury, long-term right tackle for Conklin. I think that they are more, let me say this. If they have, if you have paid attention to some of us on Twitter there, there are more, let me say this back row. There's more interest in offensive line than we think from the Browns. They've been connected to people. Now they've been more connected to interior guys, right? but there is, there is more interest in long-term offensive lineman plays than, than I think the general public thinks about the Browns. So I will be interested in some interior guys at some point. I probably would not take a swing tackle with what I value as a top 100 pick. Still, I still want someone I think can impact. So while I understand that question, I think it's a good question. Mm -hmm. I still am more interested in addressing a more pressing need with outside corner, in my opinion. I would agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. Yeah. I And my guy would probably be Spencer Brown if we did ever do that in this situation, just for the record. Anyway. He's freaky. Like athletic, yeah. Anyway, you guys give me your pick. So I, I am uh, I am going to vote. I think I'm going to go Paulson Adebo. Some of the numbers are really alarming for how good he was. And um, I think he is, he is very instinctual. I think he can play outside in comfort, not just man. He can play zone. And uh, not enough guys have the versatility to play both. I, I would vote Paulson in this situation, even though the board doesn't tell me to. That's my vote, but I can be vetoed. Go ahead, Sam. You guys I'm, can tell me no. I'm cool with any of the corners because, I mean, you look at the Browns roster, they have three corners on the roster that you can say for sure they belong in the roster next year. So that, that room needs to be filled out. Mm-hmm. So. They draft. They could draft four, and I wouldn't complain. So they, they've got to get a boundary guy here, and there seem to be quite a few of them on the board that w- would fit our needs. So I'm good with any of them here. I didn't bring you on to tell me any of them. I bring you on to pick one, Sam. <laughs> tell me who you want. I I like both Campbell and Adebo. I would probably lean towards Adebo because of those those impressive testing numbers and that great season that he had. I would go Adebo too. Yeah, of those okay, two. I, I love Troll Williams. But, also gives you um, some size. Adebo is uh, – uh, you can't go wrong. I, I you know, I. but, yeah, if we're going you – know, we've already got two votes for Adebo, and I don't want to be on the losing team, so I'll vote for Adebo too. Listen, I think he's – I think he's good, and I think he gets lost in the shuffle. I think Campbell's yep. good too. I don't have a problem with Tyson Campbell by any stretch, but I think when a guy sits out a year, some of that stuff that falls away and, and people forget about him, and he's a West Coast guy, and by nature – a lot of people on the East Coast Browns fans don't watch Pac-12 football, and you miss some of that stuff. So I, I think he's very good. And watching him, I'm, I'm, I'm sold that he's going to be a pretty good football. But True Williams goes next. Um, let's keep going. We are up again at pick 110. Yeah, do, Bobby Brown. I was watching some Bobby Brown. Yeah, I should pause it. I guess some picks might have gone that we – We want to uh, – well, one of the – I mean, Cisco's still there. He might still be there. Hafanga just went to the 49ers at 102. Uh, it's possible that we could move up here. We would probably not have to give up much. We've got picks uh, to burn. Guys, we want to make sure we get our safety. Yeah, let's let's make a deal and move up here to 105. All right. Because uh, we, I, I, I definitely don't think they're going to sit with all these picks. So in this scenario, I'd probably offer two fifty-seven and see if it sticks. Probably mm-hmm. not going to stick, but maybe it will. Yeah. So now yeah. the question. Well, oh, shit, they took Atwell, but that's not somebody we're interested. In. Now we could try one hundred six and see if we can. If you want to, yeah. Or by nature of this thing moving really fast, it might not let us. And and just. Uh, as a note, I do expect them to be moving around. Uh, yeah, more than we are. I would agree with that. They'll 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 be in on people. 
uh, either moving up in these late, you know, late day two, early day three ranges or moving out, you know, picking up stuff for next year. I expect them to be, uh, I expect there to be some shuffling this year. Yeah. All right. We, we probably can't make a deal here. I'm not giving up 169 to move up mm -hmm. three places. Just so we're just going to run it. Those Wallace. Okay. Boom. So Dallas is offering us. Well, yeah, we would have to take that deal, right? No, I think we got to pick Andre Cisco. I don't think we can risk five okay. more picks. Okay, that's fine it's with me. It's a good offer, but we have a player that we really like. So right, All right. No so need to discuss him. We talked about Andre Cisco. We talked about the need in the safety room for this type of player. And um, boy, Syracuse, hell of a secondary. Mm. You could pick. Honestly, I tweeted this a few weeks ago, and I still mean it. You could pick Melifon, Wu, Williams, and Cisco at different points, and I'd be completely happy. I, I'd yep. take all three of them. I have no issue with that. So we gave up one thirty-two, right? We're not up again for a while. Right. Yeah, we are. We are. Right. The only guy of intrigue right now that I would consider moving up for would be Drake Jackson, who I think is a really good interior offensive lineman. Um. But I don't, I don't know how interested you guys are moving up for a uh, center. While we're well. waiting for it to roll, uh, that uh, uh, Sam Cooper that they've been report David Moore, I really like, but the guy from Merrimack that they've been reportedly talking to uh, quite a bit, I think was the phrasing that was used. I've seen just a very little bit of him, just a very little bit. But boy, he's a beast and he's a bully. Um, he's he's super interesting from Merrimack. Uh, if if you're watching or listening and you haven't, just go Google him and 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 you know if nothing else, watch the highlight film. If you if you don't have access to anything else, it's it's fun. Yeah, he's a big fella. Oof. big guy. Um, Shakur Brown's interesting. We're up now at one sixty nine. Uh, he's definitely an interesting player. I talked to Matt Wallman last night on the podcast. He loves Kylan Hill. You know, Kylan had a weird separation from Mississippi State, kind of sat out the last half of the year. Uh, he is of interest if you're looking at running backs down the line. Um, is Drew Delman still on the board? He's, he probably is. Center from Stanford. You can kind of do it quicker by position. Uh, no, he appears to be gone unless they have him labeled as a guard. Yeah, there's Sam Cooper way down there. So, yeah. three sixty four. Okay. Yeah. Nope. Uh, let's look at here. So Marvin Wilson is still on the board. Was not uh, that long ago we were going to have to trade up for him. Remember? Yeah, and if you if you view Milton Williams as a defensive end, which some people do, mm -hmm. it's not a bad pick here. It's really not a bad pick here. Just for the record. Um, or some other ta D tackles. Yeah, we can look. Hang on. Darius Stills, I see here. Mustafa Johnson from Colorado, still on the board. Tonga. Graham is interesting. I don't know if he's got the the heft uh, to do it inside on the uh, on the NFL level on a consistent basis, but he's got some fun tape. Yeah. I think Marshall makes some sense in terms of of the the athletic profile here. Um, they gotta they gotta get they gotta get Jamar Johnson higher. This is bad. Oh, I feel I'd feel dirty for taking him here. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's not um, fair. Uh, tight ends Trey McKitty still on the board. Um, you know, if we're looking at that conversation, they don't even have our guy Zach on here, do they? No. I Zach Davidson it. from Central Missouri. You know, we can always take a tight end and then just HTML edit the name at the end. <laughs> <laughs> we could. Just paste over it. You're a sneaky bastard, Sam. Well, let me recap who we've taken so far so the folks know. We traded back to 40, took Jalen Phillips, uh, the edge out of Miami. We took wide receiver Elijah Moore at 59 out of Mississippi. We took corner... Uh, from Washington, Elijah Molden is sort of a slot corner with flexibility to do more than just that at 71, which we got back pick 71 from Denver in that trade out of 26 earlier. Then we took Milton Williams from Louisiana Tech, the defensive tackle, slash defensive ends, got some flexibility there. Uh, Paulson Adebo we took from Stanford at pick 91, and then Andre Sisco from Syracuse, the safety we have selected. So we have selected a slot corner, an outside corner, an interior defensive lineman, uh, an edge, a wide receiver, and a deep 
single high type of safety. So we are pretty open to best player available at this point, guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and at this point in the draft, you don't want to be position chasing anyway, you know, unless yep. you've got somebody, you know, if your 94th ranked player at position of need is still there, obviously that would be different. But, you know, at this point, you're just, you're looking for depth. You're looking for special teams guys. You're looking for, you know, developmental guys. Um, if Janelius Roberts is still on the board, you know, that would be somebody I would be interested. I know that I know Kando has fans. I know, I don't think you're one of them, Sam, though. Um, like but Robin yeah, I'm sorry. Malcolm Coon, Malcolm Coon I like Marius Robinson more than I liked Kane does tape. I'm I'm with you. I think Robinson's got a lot of talent. All right, let's make a pick, fellas. Go back to everybody. Yep. I think I'm with you. I think at this point, uh, you know, why not Marvin Wilson at this point? You know, I mean, you're talking about one, where are we? 169 at this point, instead of, you know, pick 26 or 59, like it was just a few weeks ago, where, you know, you, you, you're hoping that the injuries don't bother you and you're hoping that, you know, the, the pass rush can get better and everything. Now, at this point, I, I, I don't think it's a bad pick at all right here. Okay. Sam? I don't, I'm not a big Wilson fan, but I can understand, um, you know, taking that chance at this point in the, in the draft. Um, other guys, you know, I, I like St. Juice a lot, but he's, he's on the older side. Um, and then, you know, Tonga also on the older side, unfortunately. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, he's, he's my age. Well, <laughs> when are you getting drafted? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a PUD, PUDFA man. If that yeah, Jake, Jake finds Steven on what, what number is Steven on here? Four, four twenty. That's what number he is. Um, I like Jonathan Cooper too. You're talking about guys who special teams fight for things. Uh, but if, if I had to vote here, I mean, it's, it's, it's to the point where you just have too many. I would probably go Malcolm Coonsie preferably in this situation. Trey McKitty, we were talking earlier before about tight end. I really like Trey McKitty a bunch. Um, I think I think Justin Hilliard is good, and he can play special teams for you as well. Mm -hmm. All right, Sam, this is your pick. You pick. We, we will have Steve pick the next one. I like kind of just letting you pick a guy you really like at this point. All right, so I get to punt our fifth-round pick here. Let's see. <laughs> Yeah, you get to uh, you get to. Uh, no, I'm not going to say it. That's mean. He's still on the team. I'm not going to say it. Let's keep going. You pick whoever you want. Just don't pick I, him. I uh, just do don't it. pick a Miami player because you went to Miami anyway. I won't. Yeah, won't do that. Um, I think Jonathan Marshall makes sense if if we're looking at a guy who we can kind of stash and not have to rely on as a defensive tackle this year. But he's got a lot of of athletic potential that I think. They're going to try to 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 get out of him. So, if we're going okay. DT, I th which I think makes sense at this point, is as depth just to get that fifth guy in that room. Taking Marshall over Wilson because Marshall has much better athleticism and he doesn't have the injury history. I think that's a good a good spot to take a, a really good athlete. All right, it's your pick. We're taking him. People complain. I'm literally sending them to you. That's fine. I get that. I get that plenty. So, <laughs> all right, used to it. So I think we still have two eleven, and we still have two fifty-seven as well. Steve, you're going to make the next one. I think it's just two fifty-seven now. I think we gave up. I hope. I hope trade. we did. I need this thing to speed up. We've got a good draft so far, though. I, I like the guys oh, we've selected. Darius Robinson is still on the board. I thought he was gone. Yeah, that would have been my pick. Hmm. I, I thought he was gone. No, you can blame me for that oversight. Yeah. It's my fault. Two eleven did go to Denver. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gave that up in the right. pick. My bad. So you get pick two fifty seven. All right. I mean, Sam, I tell the people while we wait on this. Tell the people where they can find your work, Sam. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at under Sam at Sam underscore Penix, don't even know my handle. Um, at Dog Pound Daily, worth the first pick. Find my draft content there. And uh, I also do some basketball for Cavs Nation. 
Um, nice. so you, can, you can make fun of my uh, my Darius Garland takes over there. I hope they I hope they find you and do the just that. I'm sure I'm sure that I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Steve, who are you picking at two fifty seven, man? Well, I got to see the board first. Oh, okay. Let's see it. Here it is. <laughs> now, I think at this point we're gonna I'm I'm gonna make it easy because you can make a, a case for a lot of stuff. You can make a case that there's. Uh, some developmental corners, some small school guys. If you want to double up on wide receiver, Jonathan Adams Jr. is, is I think, very, very interesting. But I think I'm going to go with, and maybe it's recency bias because I just saw him uh, within the last two days and uh, um, have become infatuated. And one, I'm, I'm trying to dig up more. I think I'm going to go uh, with Sam Cooper, uh, the guy from Merrimack, the guard, because uh, we haven't addressed the interior line yet. And I promise you, folks, if you if you haven't watched him, just go find him. And uh, just watch if, like I said, if nothing else, just watch the highlights. If that's all you can find, he's he's a big, freaking, bruising, mean-looking dude. Um, Trey, I, I don't know if you saw it yesterday. Uh, I was going to ask you, did he test with one leg? He, I I don't know what happened because that doesn't, you know, him and Demetric Felton both. It just doesn't match what you see. Something must have been wonky or or something. I don't know what happened, but. Um, you know, and Isaiah McCoy too. He ran almost a four seven. Uh, that's not what it looks like. So I think they forgot to use the pro day timers. They were still on the combine ones. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. classic mistake. A question. A question came up here. Why did we take um, a slot guy with with Landry on the on the? Listen, Elijah Moore is an outside guy. He can do slot stuff, but he's an outside guy. So he is not. Pegged as a slot guy, the Browns play so many varying different personnel groups that they don't even. I don't even personally. I don't think Jarvis Landry's a slot guy. Just, just me. I just, he doesn't play enough slot to really be deemed a slot guy, in my opinion. They don't play enough eleven personnel. So that's just me. Anyway, uh, here's our draft for those of you who care. We took Jalen Phillips and a trade that I'll bring that information up here. The netted the Broncos Christian Barmore. They took Jalen Darden at one thirty-two, and they took two eleven from us for Patrick Johnson. We got back pick 40, 71, and some capital next year with an extra third, just like this year. So we took Jalen Phillips, talked about the concussion issues, decided it was a good spot to still take him. After we had a meeting with his agent and the player, we talked for an hour off air. We decided to do it. We Elijah Moore. performed an entire lobotomy and determined that yeah. it was a good yep. risk. Yep, we said his, his they scam a cat. I can play. Uh, that's a Varsity Blues reference for anyone out there. Uh, Elijah Moore. We took with pick 59, Mississippi, uh, Elijah Molden. We doubled up on the Elijahs in this draft, took that corner there. Um, we took Milton Williams, Paulson Adebo at 91, Andre Sisco at 110. All of your pick 169 hate should be sent to Sam uh, for Jonathan Marshall, who I do think is a good football player. The age stuff, we'll see. Maybe they bend on that a little bit. And then we took Sam Cooper as a developmental guard out of Merrimack, who has really fun highlight tape, which Steve suggests you should watch. I watched it. I can confirm there's some really freaky stuff going on there. That guy's a huge fella playing against guys who aren't as huge as him, and he is burying them for fun. He's just, I'm sure he's laughing while he's doing it. He is burying <laughs> folks. This, as usual, was fun. Uh, we are four mocks in. We will probably do two more, maybe even three before the draft. It's, it's, we got, we have three weeks before the draft. Is three that what it is now? Today. So we'll do three more. We'll probably do one the day before the draft too. So, um, Sam, Steve, this is fun. I appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for having me. Had a blast. Good stuff. Make sure you're following. Yes, yes. Both both of those guys have great draft content. Steve obviously has hit it out of the park with us at the OBR. He is a fantastic writer on this stuff. Daily mock drafts, everything you can find. A weekly thorough, all of it. It's every day. Every morning you pour some coffee, you can learn about players the Browns might pick. Uh, as I, I said earlier, uh, Sam's doing great uh, Twitter threads. He does not only regular season Browns Twitter threads, but he also has done a great job with prospects here. And you heard him talk about where to find his work. So go out and find it. A big shout out to those guys. Appreciate everybody for joining the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to this channel so that every time we go live, you get a notification that we have done so. And um, also, if you're on the podcast version of this, make sure you're following that podcast by subscribing to it and giving us a review. We appreciate that stuff. And check us out at the OBR. One buck for your first month. That's all. You'll see the value. Film, rumors. Lane just put out some great rumors, man, on some prospects. 
that you should know about. Go check it out. We're going to have more of that stuff leading up to the draft and immediately after it, as there will be more free agents going places. Again, shout out to everybody for joining us. Almost over 100 people the entire time, which is really cool. And again, thanks to my guests. For now, we are gone. We'll be back. This is the last one of the week for me. I'll be back with you guys Sunday night. Appreciate it. And go Browns. Get really into your favorite shows and movies all in one place with Flex, a 4K streaming box you get free with Xfinity Internet. Find what you want with your voice on Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and more. No more jumping in and out of apps. And get Peacock Premium at no additional cost. It's a way better way to watch. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Flex. Restrictions apply requires postpaid Xfinity Internet excluding Internet essentials, one device included. Subscriptions required to access streaming services. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.